have been involved with uh, countermanding his attempts at transparency. Um, and I was wondering if anyone in the Biden administration was in touch with Baker, either regarding moderation decisions that critics call political censorship or regarding uh, his transparency efforts recently. So it's up to private companies uh, to make these types of decisions. We were not involved. I can say that we were not involved. Mr. Dorsey, welcome. Thanks for being here. Uh, I want to read a few quotes about Twitter's practices, and I just want you to tell me if they're true or not. Uh, social media is being rigged to censor conservatives. Is that true of Twitter? No. I don't know what Twitter is up to. It sure looks like to me that they're censoring people and they ought to stop it. Uh, are you censoring people? No. Twitter shadow banning prominent Republicans. Bad. Is that true? No. This is the arbiter. This guy is the arbiter of what's supposed to go on Twitter. He's the one he thought that, uh, he thought, and he used CNN as a guide. CNN, which is fake news. He uses CNN as a guide. His name is Yoel Roth. And he's the one that said that uh, mail-in balloting, you look mail-in. No fraud? No fraud? Really? Why don't you take a look all over the country? There's cases all over the country. If we went to mail-in balloting, our election all over the world would look as a total joke. It would be a total joke. There's such fraud and abuse, and you know about harvesting, where they harvest the ballots and they go and grab them and they go to people's houses and they say, sign here. No, it doesn't work out. Now, an absentee ballot, you can't be there or you're sick, and you go and you register and you do all sorts of things to get that ballot, and there's good security measures, but where they send out, like in California, millions and millions of ballots to anybody that's breathing, Anybody in California that's breathing gets a ballot. But, Mr. President, that's not true. So here, here, excuse me, wait a minute, I'm not finished. So here's your, uh, here's your man, and that's on Twitter. All right, welcome back. It's Monday. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Twitter has just become a, <laughs> it's a show, that's for sure. Uh, at least we're getting a lot of transparency now, and they're releasing as much data as they possibly can. We found out now that President Trump was targeted, not just because of the January 6th incident, but it was, he was targeted actually all four years of his presidency. They tried to uh, manipulate algorithms, basically shadow ban them. They, they, they want to use whatever terms they want to use, but it comes down to shadow banning. He wasn't reaching the people the way he thought he was supposed to be reaching them. And yeah, I had said for a very long time, especially on Twitter, you would see people that have millions of followers, millions and they tweet something out, and the engagement was was pitiful. The engagement was you get a you know fifteen hundred, two thousand likes, maybe uh, seven eight hundred retweets, and a couple hundred comments. And you have over two million people following you. That's it. Well, now that Elon Musk is dropping all of this information on us, we're finding out how bad it truly was. Uh, Bad, especially for President Trump. You have to sit here and really think to yourself, Twitter went out of its way to work with the FBI, work with the Democratic National Committee, and they silenced a seated president. And if you dig deep enough into this, it even shows that they were more than willing to silence the presidents after post-Trump, which would be sleepy creepy that they're even willing to silence them. It's like they were drunk on power, that they get the right to only allow you to hear the messaging that they 
deem appropriate for you to hear. So this is a bad situation. I mean, this is uh, no company should have that kind of power. They should not be able to wield that kind of power to suppress information. We saw the impact that it had during the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden story. You know, I mean, there's no telling, and obviously we'll probably never know the true answer to this, but if you just use common sense, you could say that votes were swayed because of a lack of information. That had people known uh, how deep it went with Hunter Biden, how attached his father was to the situation, that you could have changed a percentage of the people that voted for Joe Biden and they would have went to Trump. And would that have changed the outcome of the election? (laughs) I mean, like I said, we'll never know for sure, but common sense would say that even if it only swayed 5 to 10% of people, if you take 10% of what Joe Biden has off, so you got 81 million, you knock 8 million off, which is only 10%, it's a small number, maybe 90% of people still voted the same way. But if you add that to Trump's, Trump wins <laughs> all day, every day. So uh, it, it, does, it, is, it is meddling in our voting system through the suppression of information. Not to mention, by shadow banning uh, President Trump, his message isn't getting out there. Again, since voters were unable to hear what he was trying to say, maybe he could have swayed more people in his direction. Uh, This is very, very dangerous. This, This is why these social media companies have to have some type of regulation. I mean, you have to be held accountable at some point. Elon Musk made a tweet, you know, regarding all this, that he didn't just purchase a social media platform, he purchased a crime scene. And I think he's trying to draw as much attention as he can to it. It it ain't going to be hard because I think most people are watching this. Um, To to get somebody to look into this. I mean, don't you think that there should be some prosecutions for this? The willful and deliberate suppression of information to the American people? Uh, I mean, there has to be something that could be done. I'm I'm 100% an advocate for free speech, but I don't think that this falls under the free speech category. Maybe I'm wrong. If you're a lawyer and you want to argue it out with me, give me a call or send me a message and we can talk about it. But uh, this is not about speech. This is more about information. Now, I know uh, if you're a conservative or if you're an independent, you're going to say that they are a company and they're allowed to do what they want with their company. And there is an argument to be made there. However, this was intentional suppression to sway an election in the direction that they wanted it to go. And not only they wanted it to go, but one of the political parties, being the DNC, was working hand-in-hand with them to assist them to win the election. Now you're breaking rules that it's not about free speech or only putting on your platform what you want. Now you're talking about a social media company working hand in hand with the federal government to an exact to exact an outcome, and that is a problem. Now, like most things that we see that are unfolding, uh, mo- most scenarios like this where it's like you got the bad guy, you know what they've done, you have proof uh, of what they have done. You would expect in your normal day to day life that there would be uh, some penalties or a price to pay for what they had done. I don't personally expect that. 
you know my thought on that. When it comes to Washington, when it comes to these big corporations like this, and it, it they always somehow seem to escape prosecution. So I don't expect anything to come of this other than the satisfaction of just knowing once again all of us conspiracy theorists were proven correct. That yes, what we said was going on was in fact going on and we're not crazy no matter how much the left tries to make you believe that we are. Twitter, I don't expect it to stop either. I mean, it seems like every other day or every day it's more document dumps. Elon Musk is really trying to air Twitter out and uh, I commend him for it. Uh, He is... Trump, to me, was one of the most influential presidents in my lifetime because he really aired out the dirty laundry. And people would say he's the most unlikely of a guy to do it. I mean, I would say that. I voted for him. I've been very open about that. I voted for him in the beginning because I felt like he couldn't be bought. And I was tired of these establishment politicians being in power and nothing changing. We just keep going in the same direction. And no matter whether it was a Republican or a Democrat in the White House, Nothing changes. So that's why I voted for him. Now we're in a situation where another very unlikely person is airing out more dirty laundry, exposing the Democratic Party even more to the people. And I'm I'm like right there going to say that is as big of an impact as Trump uh, Trump had economically and everything and and with exposing the left, Elon Musk might even be bigger. His is uh, he may get more out to us than Trump probably could have. And again, the most unlikely of a person. I did you ever pick Elon Musk to be a conservative? No, he's always been uh, probably centered. Maybe he leaned right on some things and leaned left on others, and that's fine. That's just the way he is. But the left picked a fight with a guy who, unlike the majority of Americans, doesn't have the power to fight back. This guy not only has the power and the resources and the knowledge, but he's relentless. And if he wants to do something, he's going to do it. Tesla should tell you that much about him. Here's a guy that was making electric cars when it was not even really that popular, but saw a future in it, went forward with it. He was a champion of the left all the way up until COVID when they wanted to shut him down and he refused. He didn't want to get shut down. If you remember, he said, you come and you go arrest me because I'm the one telling him to come to work. You don't arrest my people. Decided to move his location and get out of California because it's poisonous over there. And they've been steadily, slowly attacking him more and more. And now we're at a point where it's an onslaught. They're coming after him. And just like Trump, he's not backing down. The more you come after him, the more he's releasing. The more the more that they they stoke that fire, you know, the hotter it's going to burn with him. It's it's a, a pretty interesting show to watch, but it's what blows my mind is you have two guys here and on all accounts, if we told anybody, the two people that are going to have the the greatest impact in America, information drop that they're going to help this country in a positive way and you threw the names elon musk and donald trump out i gotta say most people 10 years ago would have laughed you (laughs) laughed you out of the place they would have just looked you like you're a joke you don't know what the hell you're talking about trump came out of left field elon musk they pissed him off he came out of left field so i find it very interesting God does that. He uses the most unlikely of people in whatever way he needs to use them. 
and they've both been used for a purpose, and it's been very good for us. It's been very good for truth and transparency. I mean, it's a lot more we got to uncover. goes a lot deeper, but at least you had some guys there beginning to expose the Democratic Party for what they are. All right, and, and then there is China with their desire to conquer the world. Um, I mean, they're going after it. You, know, you got to pay attention to China. If they're able to pull off what I'm about to talk about right now, that's yeah, pretty much a wrap for us. Here it is. China has a vast consumer market, complete industrial infrastructure, whereas the Gulf Arab countries have an abundance of energy resources, economic diversification is in the ascendant. The two sides are natural partners. China will continue to import large quantities of oil from Gulf Arab countries and expand imports of liquefied natural gas, strengthen cooperation in upstream oil and gas development, engineering service, storage, transportation and refining. China will also make full use of the Shanghai Petroleum and National Gas Exchange as a platform to carry out Yuan's settlement of oil and gas trade. Last Friday, uh, the the leaders of China and Saudi, Saudi Arabia met. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Sal- Salman uh, said that it was a historic new phase of relations with China. And the foreign minister, uh, Prince Faisal bin Farhan al Saud, said, "We don't see this as a zero sum game." over this country's growth and relationship with China. Uh, we do not believe in the polarization or choosing between sides. China's leaders have been moving towards the substitute of its currency for the U.S. dollar in the role of global trade, which would increase the CCP's control of international markets and destabilize American economy infrastructure, both internationally and domestically. The Saudi Arabia currency of Rial is interlinked with the U.S. dollar. Uh, with most of Saudi Arabia's assets and reserves stored in U.S. dollars, including more than $100 billion of U.S. Treasury bonds that Rihad, the capital of the Middle Eastern countries, holds. If we are no longer the world reserve and China gets its way, they will become a, I would, I, you know, I'd venture to say a almost unstoppable superpower at that point. And what ends up happening to us is the U.S. dollar gets destabilized, which will crush us economically, and we will lose our status in the world as the world's reserve. China will ascend to the throne while the United States will crumble. We will be second if we're lucky uh, at the end of this. This is all part of the democratic plan. Remember how much they idolize China. They want to mimic China's economy. They're willing to destabilize the United States to enrich themselves through China because they are getting kickbacks. They are getting paid from China. All these politicians that you think are not playing that game and no, there's no way. They love America so much, it's never going to happen. They don't love America. And they openly tell you they don't love America. They hate everything about this country. They want to burn the Constitution. They want to burn the Bill of Rights. They want to start over. We are an irritation to them. They are in their minds, 
the ruling class and they expect for you to just follow suit and do what they say. We just have a few pesky little loose ends that they need to tie up. Okay, If there's any way that they could get rid of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, we're done. We're not having this conversation uh, figuratively and literally because myself doing this or any other conservative voice, if they deem us a problem, we probably are in a uh, re-education camp somewhere. We're definitely not speaking to you, so it's going to be of uh, one mindset. You're going to only hear what they want you to hear, the news that they want you to hear. I mean, my God, it's 1984. Please, if you have not read this book, you have to do yourself a favor and go read it because, my God, that's where we're at. That's what it would be. There would be the memory hole, the whole nine. You're only going to hear what they want you to hear, and if they want to change it, they'll change it. They're going to do as they tell you to do or you disappear. I mean, that's the route that we are headed towards under this leadership, which is why it is so important that we do our best to protect our elections, that we get out and vote, even if you're not comfortable, get out and vote because you have to get a group of people in Washington, you got to get this establishment swamp uh, politicians out of there, and we got to get a group of people in there that are about the country first. That's what was so amazing about Trump is that Trump put the people first. Trump didn't put himself first because he didn't need it. He's a billionaire. He's going to be a billionaire. He's not going to lose everything. They're doing their their damnedest to take it from him, but it's not going to happen. So why was he so successful? Because he put the people first. And there's evidence of that everywhere. If you go in anywhere right now, they're going to tell you, most people will tell you, we need Trump back. We got to get Joe Biden out of the office. Why? Because Joe Biden and the Democrats are self-serving. They're doing what's best for them, but they're not doing what's best for you. Trump did do what was best for you and he put himself on the back burner. One of the uh, only presidents, if not one of the very few presidents that you see go into the White House and come out worth less than what he was worth going in. Most of them come out wor- uh, being enriching themselves and being worth more than when they went in. I want to say my numbers can be off a little bit, but Barack Obama was worth three or four million dollars maybe when he went into the president and when he got into the White House and he left worth 50 million. Trump went in worth $4 billion and came out worth $2 billion. The guy lost half his fortune to help you, the people. If China gets their way, if this administration does nothing to stop them, be ready because it's going to be all about the elites. It's not going to be about you. So you, you as a voter, you as an American, just because you're of one political party, if there is something, somebody who is clearly better for the country than the other one, if you're a Democrat, you know you know Joe Biden was not the right choice. You know that. And the evidence is all around you now. You knew he was the wrong choice, but you chose him because you didn't like the way Donald Trump tweeted or spoke. You didn't like that he's very confrontational, he's combative, he can be sarcastic. Of course he can. He could be all those things. You didn't like the way he spoke, but his policies were almost flawless. Nobody's perfect, but he had a, he had, uh, he was phenomenal with a lot of his policies. There was a few misses here, and that's fine. It's it's part of being a human. But you knew he was better economically. Your life would have been better. The news would have pissed you off, and it would have annoyed you more because you would have had to listen to it, which is easily turned off. But you still would have listened to it. 
And that's what got you rowdied up enough to say, yeah, I know Joe Biden. He's been there 50 years. He's done nothing. The guy's got definitely some baggage on him and everything. But because I don't have to hear those mean tweets, because I don't have to see Donald Trump up there calling people fake news, uh, we got to go with the sleepy, creepy idiot. And now you're paying for it. Sometimes you got to step, I mean, you got to take a step back and look at the big picture. Yes, I may not like everything about this guy. I don't know President Trump. I don't know him at all. I could go meet him in person and think the guy's a complete jackass. It's very possible. I could meet him in person and think he's a sweetheart of a person. I don't know. I don't know him. But I'll tell you what I do know. I do know that his policies worked for me, which is why I voted the way I did. I didn't vote for Joe Biden because I knew his policies were not what I wanted. And as much as I don't want Joe Biden's policies, I know that if Sleepy Creepy doesn't step up and put a stop to what China's doing, I know that that is what I have to, this life that we're living right now is what we have to look forward to with even more restrictions and less freedoms going forward. Because once China gets the upper hand and we lose our status in the world, it's over. It's over after that. This is why you got to vote with your brain and not your heart. This is why you got to look back and go, ah, yeah, that guy, he, he runs his mouth a lot, but, you know, at least it'll be a better world. And you know what? Other countries aren't going to try him like that. So let me go with this guy. Instead, you chose the uh, witless wonder to be there. And this is where we're at. I mean, I mean, look at look at the most recent trade. And I know I already spoke about this last week, but look at the most recent trade. You mean to tell me that you're such a weak leader that you couldn't get a two-for-one special? For somebody whose nickname is the Merchant of Death, I mean, a very serious guy. I mean, you don't you don't earn a nickname like that unless it's serious. For somebody like that, you bring back a piece of crap basketball star who's anti-American. You couldn't get the Marine with that piece of crap. The piece of crap should be the one you should have left behind. If anything, we should have seen the Marine come home and tell Brittany, oh, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait a little longer. We're trying to work that out for you. But right now, we need the Marine to come home first. That should have been the first one to put step foot on American soil. Then you work on the other one. But when you have a weak leader, and everybody knows it, they know he's absent-minded. He's absent from the world stage. They know America right now is an easy target. You get what you get. You get what you vote for. That's what everybody voted for. Twitter should be interesting. I would say over the holidays here, it's, you, you would think things would simmer down. Just, just I mean, just a, just a hair. <laughs> it's, it's going crazy. Now, Twitter should be interesting going forward. China, as always, we have to keep an eye on China because China is moving. They know what they want, and they're coming after it. We have to do something to stop them. The only power we have is in voting and is putting the right people in office that have the backbone to stand up to them and stop them, stop their conquest of world domination. If we don't have that person in there, it's only a matter of time until the dollar is no longer the the reserve, our economy crashes, and we're all in big trouble. All right. I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please rate and review me, especially on Apple. It's always of a great help. If you'd like to check out anything else I do, littlejoecc.com. If you'd like to contact me, go to the contact section. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful Monday. The week just started. We will do it again tomorrow.